Are we live? I I guess we should get started then. <laughs> since <laughs> since you're asking. Let's rock and roll, man. We got our, our Mystery Science Theater three thousand episode today. Yeah, we we are gonna do something a little bit different from the normal podcast and yeah. we're gonna co stream the Bethesda showcase here. Absolutely. Now it looks like they're doing some pre-roll on their end. I do have uh, their stream up as well, though it's yeah. technically supposed to begin at exactly 9.30. Actually, it looks like... Yeah, 18 seconds to go, man. Yeah, it looks like they're uh, wrapping it up there with their uh, pre-roll thing, so... Yeah, 30 seconds. Let's, uh... 9, 8... So I know what I think they're going to announce, and I think I know yeah. what they're going to announce. Are we allowed to say then that we thought it was going to happen, if it happens? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's switch over so we catch uh, the beginning. All right, this, these guys look dramatic. Windows opening. All right. Valid. This looks very serious. Yoga. I'm into yoga. Dogs. We come from. Oh, stuttering on my end. This was happening a bit earlier. Hopefully, it doesn't happen too much. We're celebrating diversity from different right countries. Now. I see that. We have different I'm down with interests. That. I'm down with that. I have to say, none of these activities look fun. I just want to play video games. We got that going on. Alright, so this does not help people who are listening in the future, but if you're watching it now, make sure that you also have the Bethesda stream open and make sure that you have allowed the extension. Uh, access because you're going to earn rewards for interacting with the extension so uh, if you mouse over the twitch stream you'll see a little puzzle icon go ahead and click on that and then there will be an access thing down below and you'll just grant access we'll probably say that a couple of times throughout the podcast just so that people who are watching it can catch that oh i caught video games finally yeah we keep the books balanced now man yeah, so they're so they're doing like a little intro thing right now, which is very neat, very cool. Um, also, for the people watching, this is our first time doing a co-broadcast. I, I tried playing around with the audio earlier, so hopefully we are loud enough in comparison. Hope so. Nobody's interacting with us. We are having fun. We got half the deal. I mean, I see people rolling in. We're not just living the dream. I see Pete Crichton hanging out. Oh, you can we see a list of who's in the room? Yeah. Bethesda Softworks, how may I direct your call? Wait, mm -hmm. we met her. Yeah, we, we did, in fact. Oh, shit, I, I'm famous. I know her. <laughs> she works the front desk. She is very kind. She was very kind, yeah. Pete, Zombie Hunter, glad you guys could join us as we Mystery Science Theater 3000 this thing. All right, we got, we got 76. For, for Legends for That's what my focus is. That's, that's Elder Scrolls. It's close. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I caught it. Oh, there was a bit of a Legends, yeah. And that's the announcement, everybody. <laughs> we on this guy. Yeah, we met that one. She's very, very nice. Seth yeah. Stella, like, struggled for like 20 seconds to open the front <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, she gave Santa's Bella uh, a little bit of ribbing. Yeah. 
And now, please welcome Bethesda's global senior vice president, Pete Hines. I bet it's wonderful. Hey, it's Uncle Pete. Sweet. Oh man, he's not wearing my shirt. Stanley Cup Pancakes presents, I understand. Hey, Boom's Life. Boom's Life, good to have you here, man. Yeah, we are certainly much. hyped. Let's Sound hear what good? Pete has to say here. You look good. You guys right, ready, ready to go? go Pete. Thank you for asking. As Paula said, my name is Pete Hines, and I'm delighted to be back on stage for Bethesda's fourth annual E3 showcase. Now, this is the fourth, wow. I was really excited to watch last year. So whether That's you're great. here with us, in the audience, or you're one of the millions who are watching around the world, settle in. Millions. Get Hold ready. On. I got it open. For the very best. 2.8. 2,900. That's on the Bethesda official. They're also on the Twitch official and uh, in a few other outlets as well. So it very well could be millions. You'll soon be playing. As you saw in our oh, intro video, it's not like, just developers. Ooh, Everyone at Bethesda is a part of the oh team God, that brings our games to life. And that. That means our boy, spoiler alert, CVH, is going to be all grown up in front of millions. I know. CVH is off stage right now. What's up, Dragon Cameron Blake? Glad to have you here. Ian Bits, glad to have you here. Toverish, good to have you here. The been an exciting one for Bethesda as we released some of the best games of 2017. Games like Prey, Dishonored, Death of the Outsider. The greatest expansion in Legend's history. Wolfenstein 2. We even released exciting updates for The Elder Scrolls Online. We brought Elder Scrolls Legends. We brought yeah, full Legends. Open World VR with Fallout 4 and Skyrim plus Doom VFR. And we even released our first two games for the Nintendo Switch. I, 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 didn't, I didn't catch a Legends reference. So we were thrilled when Metacritic named us the top publisher in the industry with the highest overall views. I certainly have the best YouTube content creators to Across all <laughs> in the world. I mean, I don't know about the rest of this stuff. But tonight is about the future. We're here to show you where future. we're headed oh, that could be and the games that we're creating reference. that you'll soon be playing, the worlds that you'll be inhabiting. Again, I'm sure that it's going to be just your name in the video. Because it was uh, last year, too. Weeks ago no, I know, to I know. our friends at Walmart Canada. I just, I find these sorts of press things, like, completely ridiculous. <laughs> Perhaps best known for their low prices and ability to keep a secret. Oh, so let's man, get when things started. The camera with like a that, I was like, "Fuck, did I break the idea?" Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we talking so this about? is clearly going to be rage because he was talking about Walmart breaking uh, the secret. If you guys aren't familiar, they put up pre-order stuff early, and kind of uh, ruined this reveal. Is that Andrew WK? Shit, he looks exactly the same as he did when I was in high school. <laughs> are we gonna party hard? Are you ready to rage? I don't know. I said, you how do you? I'm just throwing this out here, right? But how do you have a game like Rage and you don't promote it with Rage Against the Machine? Yeah. Well, I would assume Andrew WK will appear for a lot less money than Rage Against the Machine. I mean, that's also true, and I'm pretty sure that. You know, selling out to corporate interests is exactly against the Rage Against the Machine ideal system, but... Yeah. Wow. Just saying. I can't believe 
this guy's still alive. It suggests that he doesn't party as hard as he would He's actually incredibly fit looking, so I can only assume that he's gonna outlive us all. Everyone keeps saying that your audio is super low, Justin, and I've done nothing special to it. I've been shitting out gold here today, too. <laughs> Did you do anything to the audio on your end? I don't think so. I'm still using my shitty headset today. <laughs> Alright, well, here's what we're gonna do then. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna make you disappear like magic for a moment and I will go uh, turn up your audio a tick. I can still hear you though, guy. Killing me. How's the audio now, gang? I turned him up a bit. I think it's pretty good, but I don't know, I can't hear myself. Let's bring your beautiful face back. I feel like those jeans were specifically designed to show off his package. <laughs> Hocus Crocus says, I'm looking fine, girl. Yeah. Alright, so... Uh, again, we want to give that uh, that PSA for those who are just joining us. I'm seeing a lot of people roll in. Uh, and again, I apologize to those who listen to the audio version, as this will be in the future and does not help you. But if you're trying to earn the loot through the Twitch extension, uh, on the Bethesda Twitch stream, mouse over the broadcast, and you'll see some options pop up in the lower right-hand corner of the video feed. One will be a puzzle piece. And if you hover over that, it says extensions. Click on the puzzle piece, and you'll see uh, an area where it says access. And if you click on that, you just want to grant access. That allows the extension to interact with your Twitch profile. So as long as uh, you have your Twitch profile linked with your Bethesda.net account like you would for Twitch drops, granting access to the extension means that you will then be eligible for the rewards. We'll probably uh, say that a couple more times throughout, just to be safe, but... I feel like that guy on the right, he actually might listen to Andrew WK. Hi everyone, my name is Tim Willits, and I am the studio director at id Software. And I'm Magnus Neatvorsky, oh, game director at Adler Studios. straight Viking. And we're here to say that Rage is, Rage is back. back. Did it ever leave? Now, we had a ton of crazy ideas. Uh, what is Rage? Started planning <laughs> it's a first-person shooter right okay. in kind of like a, an apocalyptic setting. Now, we've admired the open-world chaos like in all of Avalanche Studios games. And yeah, kind of like Detroit. <laughs> I think this next one's supposed to take place in London, though. Okay. Or outside of London, or... <laughs> I just can't get into shooters, man. I don't, I don't get it. Well, thank you, Tim. Also, I have no hand-eye coordination. 
Yeah, I didn't honestly play shooters on PC until I started streaming, ironically. Yeah. Yeah, Ian, it's, I don't think that you have the right uh, well, set of clothing or hair to play Rage. This is really a dream to come true for us. The world of Rage 2 is perfect yeah. for our style of gameplay. But even more exciting than that has been to work with these guys that did software. I like working with these guys. These guys, guys invented these guys are. the first-person shooter. <laughs> I like I like working with these guys, whoever they are. Yeah. And they still make the best shooters out there. So it's been a really great collaboration to bring you. So the most we're obviously open world just mesmerized by this fucking Viking. <laughs> We're obviously here to talk about the legend stuff when that pops up. What uh, what are your predictions that we don't know are coming? I'll say like based on our like because we know a couple of things that are going to be talked about because of the NDA stuff and going out there. But what are your predictions potentially? I'm not answering that question. <laughs> You know, the crazy, I'm, not, uh, I'm not answering my predictions. I will screw this up. Well, not only do we have Rage 2 playable at our booth at E3, but we've got for you oh, it's an playable. extended look at the world and gameplay well, it's a game. of Rage 2. Yeah, it should be. Well, I know, but a lot of times right now. E3 announcements will just be like, hey, this is going to be coming, and they won't have gameplay readily available. If they have gameplay available, it means it's much, uh, much closer. Dude, they spent so much money bringing Andy WK that they had to film one of those old handheld VHS. So, so my wife said, he's huge, clearly talking about the Viking and not me. Um, yeah. Zombie makes a funny joke in chat about his eyes are further north, and all that reminded me of is, um, I was on a talk show this week to talk about CCG news, and my wife proceeded to tell me that I was doing funny things with my eyes. And, and yeah, and now I'm like super self-conscious about it, so if I quit streaming, like in the next two weeks, just know that it's all her fault. Yeah. Hey Sophie, I'm down with this. You need to teach that man a lesson. And now I'm the last ranger of this wasteland, and there's only one thing left to do. Honestly, the footage here looks pretty decent. Like, I can't say that I was necessarily a huge fan of the first one, but what they're showing here is at least intriguing. Hello, E3. What do they expect when they name their town Gun in a moment, we'll dive headfirst into the Eden Spaceport. Has there been any other announcements from E3 not Bethesda related that you've been excited about? Because I was tweeting today that uh, after Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, yeah. So after seeing the trailer for that, even without seeing gameplay, the world around yeah. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven looks great, right? Um, I was just gonna say to me it's like Blade Runner slash Altered Carbon like after seeing Altered Carbon I just want to like live in that world and that's the closest thing so also uh, I don't know if you've ever played Ori in the Blind Forest but they showed gameplay in a trailer for the the sequel and that looks great I'm not a big platformer fan but I loved Ori in the Blind Forest and the sequel looks looks so much like 
so much what I would want, like, in terms of, like, the next level of a game like that. Like, it looked really, really yeah. good. Dude, I need this car. <laughs> I drive right? a 2004 Subaru Forester. <laughs> of course you drive a Subaru. Hey, love, man. That's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. But I, 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 I need to upgrade with the rocket launchers and shit so I can get to work easy. It's good to know that in the future when, you know, there's, like, apocalyptic stuff going on in the world, like, there's, I see no signs of, uh, of, like, strip malls or commerce. Okay. Or People still manage to find, uh, hair dye. I don't know what that grenade was that they just showed in the gameplay, but I'm just, I'm just saying I want a card that does that in Legends. Yeah. That would be pretty sweet. You know, I watched, uh, we watched Annihilation last night. Have you seen that movie? Uh, it's ringing a bell. There's a grenade in it. That's, that's my, my thing. That looks like Arsace from uh, Preacher. Yeah, kind of. Much Mad Max, many wow. Yeah. It's a great assessment, Ian Bits. So as successful as, like, post-apocalyptic games are, and as successful as Battle Royale games are, do you ever think that you could potentially see like a card game play on either of those themes successfully yeah i i actually think that um the other game i played in prison besides magic was the warcraft tcg right um and there were like raids that you could do and you could also like play like multiplayer and like kind of it was it was it felt like a battle royale you know like it was, right like, and, and an online game I, I think that like the card game genre could easily accommodate that sort of thing yeah, I I know I've had this conversation with you, but I think that it would be really cool if an online game, specifically for like you know the digital format, tried to do a battle royale card game that gave you a true multiplayer experience. Right? Yeah. Doesn't have to be like a ton of players, but even if even if it's like just you know sixteen or even just something like eight, um, if you if you did the sort of gameplay where uh, your, your card game mechanics were almost like uh, everybody took their turns at the same time, meaning like you queued your actions, and then after like a 30 second window, it would resolve all of those things simultaneously, and then you would go again. Um, and I, I say it like that because you want to keep the the turns going like quickly. You don't want a scenario where you're like waiting for seven other people to take their turns before it comes back. Um, but I think that something like that could be really fun and interesting because digital card games up until now have largely just been like 1v1 scenarios they don't give you that multiplayer experience so yeah i agree, I agree. and multiplayer magic is one of my favorite formats like i love commander um i love did you ever play emperor uh that sounds familiar like somebody like one player starts with 40 life right uh yeah well so with emperor there's like you have the emperor and then you have, uh, like, yeah, your flanks, essentially. And you can only attack certain distances, and you have to, like, kill the outsides to get the Emperor. Um, I, I always love that gameplay. Then we would also play a, uh, like, a bounty hunter version of uh, multiplayer magic at the card shop that I worked at. So the way that worked is, um, basically, everybody would put their name on a piece of paper. You'd throw them in a hat, and then... Uh, at the start of the game, you'd have, you know, eight people, whatever. Um, you would dish out names, and you could only attack the person whose name you had. And if you had your own name, then you could attack anybody. 
So you created this weird like chain of uh, trying to figure out who's got your name, who you need to attack uh, to get your name. Uh, it was a really interesting format, and I liked that as well. But I love multiplayer magic, so I'd like to see a digital game try to tackle it. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm trying to move my mic as close to my mouth as possible. Yeah, I... I more than doubled your volume on your mic as well through Discord, so I'm not sure what else I can do. Part of the problem is is that the way they require us to set up this co-streaming, yeah. I don't have con direct control over their volume. Oh shit, it's Legends! That means... Yay! It's our boy all grown up! Oh, that jacket's so cute. Oh. The past year, we've taken what I think is the best digital card game and made it even better. I'm so excited. New cards, new modes, new ways to play, and much more. But we wanted to push ourselves nice even jeans. further. So tonight, I love how you're looking at his jeans. To announce that we will soon be yeah, relaunching man. the Elder Scrolls Legends with brand new, totally overhauled visuals. I'm also very excited to let you all know that Legends will be available later this year on Nintendo yes! Switch, Xbox One, and All PlayStation right. I'm glad 4. They announced that. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I was really hoping they would say that so we could talk about it. <laughs> I was fucked up earlier but this week. No yeah. Reason to wait to play the game that Apple awarded best okay. of the year in 2017. Wow, I was not aware of that. Legends for free and join me Apple awarded it best of the year in 2017. Legends on consoles. Yes. All right, content creators, account. get your checkbooks ready. <laughs> Legends on consoles, I think, is going to be particularly... And now... Yes. Particularly good for the game for a number of reasons, but I'm really excited about Switch. Yeah. We'll All right, let's take a look well. at the future of the game. Oh, here we get our we get our video. Let's. It starts small. Oh yeah. One game is all it takes. Legends never stay simple. Never stay small. This is action. Oh, this is the first time everybody gets to see all this new in-game footage. This is easy to pick up. This is hard to put down. I feel like that gold would like kill that man. This is a five-minute train ride. This is a five-hour marathon. This is for any way you play. It's beautiful. Yeah, so for those of you who are not, like, 100% paying attention, the board they're showing is, like, the more updated one. Yeah. You can actually see the full thing, unlike the article that was released. It just showed the one corner. Ooh, it's telling me I can download Legends now. I should get into this game. Right, it's a five-minute train ride when you concede to control. From Zenimax Online Studios, Why was that it? Matt <laughs> Thank you. I guess so. That means they're probably either planning on talking about uh, a Fallout for a long time or they have more to get to. But still, they, they made the announcement, so we can talk about switch really great we started the showcase tonight with a video highlighting uh consoles and stuff no we're not jelly we're we're very uh, excited and proud yeah well i mean like guys legends on so consoles is huge. Stage, it's gonna be the first the first game to do that the switch the ps4 all that shit that go to work like, that's huge uh gwent is on consoles so, yeah, i believe i go home Log into Elder Scrolls Online, and I get to play games with you guys, the best gaming community in online games. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I gotta be honest, I was, I was expecting a little bit more, just based on what we saw, but maybe, maybe they just hit some hiccups. That's pretty sweet, though. We're getting all that shit. On, uh, on, and uh, I'm really humbled things. to say that the Elder Scrolls Online community <laughs> yeah. just keeps getting bigger. We're over so we, we are seeing some more people now. pop in. We'll again do the PSA. Uh, yeah. In order to do the extension hey, thing. Dustin's good to see us. Sorry to interrupt. Just wanted to give a shout out. Yep. Uh, in order to... In order to claim your prizes, so if you will, really for the live presentation, uh, in another tab, if you're on PC, open up the Bethesda stream. Um, when you mouse over the broadcast, you'll see a little puzzle piece. Click on that because that's extensions and there will be an access option and make sure you grant access to the extension. So that will link your Twitch profile to the extension. Hey look, here's the, uh, the trailer being uh, put on Twitter. Let's go ahead and retweet that. Yeah, it's out there now. In the off chance you aren't playing Elder Scrolls Online, this is a great chance to watch that again. And of course, all you veteran ESO fans are already there. But we're not done there. They did say uh, Legends make, on console, right? Like, they said that. Yeah, they said PS4, Xbox, uh, and Switch. So we're allowed to talk about that now. But before Good. that, the that's the big. DLC I mean, honestly, I think that's huge. Named Wolf Hunter, based on I'm kind of hoping that opens it up for more content creators uh, to potentially stream the game that couldn't before, year, because there's a Twitch app on the consoles. We're going right. back to Black Marsh. So you guys have all been asking for a deeper dive into Argonian lore and culture. You're going to see it Argonian later. Argonian lore year. and culture. Are they, making, are they finally releasing a Leisure Suit Larry type game? <laughs> oh, oh, God. So one theme that Ar Argonian made? Content, and that yes, is the lusty Argonian made. the launch game through all the DLC and chapters, I'm it's ready. really, really what, what holds the game together. I am ready. But it's not just the stories that we as developers create for you guys to experience. Yeah, I do think that was probably all we're going to see for Legends, sadly, but... World. So, I'm going to leave you tonight with a video... I guess I would say... Of the amazing stories and we kind of expected maybe a hair bit more but thanks everyone that just means we're gonna get some more news here in the uh the near future right hoping yeah. cross our fingers yeah doesn't mean our hype is dying down just delayed yeah, yeah. i'm excited i'm jazzed yeah, I mean, Ian Bits hits a hits a important point in the chat. He says it's bad timing during the client switch. They probably just don't have too much footage to show, and that's yeah. probably probably correct. Right. That being said, there was some stuff they talked about that I don't think you need footage to show in order to have mentioned it, and I felt like this would have been the right platform. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think that, like, right now, you know, I, uh, how do I say this? <laughs> right, I know, I know. <laughs> they kind of really jacked up our podcast for a couple of weeks. I know, like, it was funny when we joked about knowing shit, we didn't know anything. <laughs> yeah, but now we actually know, and now we, uh... Gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> paying off a massive lawyer bill to Bethesda for the next six years. 
Metamarco is a weird name for an elf. Sounds like he should be a bouncer in Atlantic City. It does sound like that. I agree. I have to say, I I, I played some Elder Scrolls Online this weekend. I played the Somerset expansion. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Sander encouraged me to play it, and it was a really good idea. I had an absolute blast. I kind of love the game, and it, if I wasn't streaming Legends, I'd probably be streaming that. And I gotta be honest, this trailer right now looks kind of awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I prefer my Elder Scrolls experience to be a single-player offline thing, to be honest with you, uh, as far as RPGs go. But there's there's no need to interact with people to play Elder Scrolls online. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest... The biggest reason that I don't play that, or like any MMO, in, in all honesty, is as a content creator, I feel like I would put other people at a disservice. Meaning, I couldn't join like a, a guild, for example, and help them with raids and farming and whatever consistently, because I would be not playing as often, because I do so much off-stream to help facilitate the content creation, that, I don't know, I would feel like I was getting carried a lot, and I, I would feel bad, so... That's fair. That's fair. I'm just bad at, like, games in general. What is this? I don't know, but I'm already excited. Are we back in Detroit? As somebody who was just uh, in Detroit recently for the right. zoo, um, yeah. yeah, this is the new attraction. They had the polar bear exhibit uh, down because they were rebuilding yeah. it, but yeah. I saw some of this. That makes sense. This looks like something Doom related. Like, maybe it's a DLC? Re-release? I mean, this looks Doom, right? I, I don't know. I never played Doom. Really? You never played Doom? No. Like, any Doom? Uh, I mean, like... Like, no. yeah, there's there's the eye. Like, this is totally something Doom related. Okay. Well, that's pretty sweet, right? I don't know. What's the, what separate like what separates a game like, like uh, separates Doom from Rage? Um, setting story. So that says Doom Eternal. Thank you. That's what that, so they're throwing fucking shade at I'm Direwolf. Stratton, executive producer of Doom Eternal. <laughs> and I'm Hugo Martin, creative director on so Doom Eternal. So they 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 they're kind of beating themselves right now. Um, <laughs> in 2016, they're tweeting some stuff already about it. It's kind of funny. Blown away oh, really? Yeah. And excitement for the game. find uh, Bethesda? Thank you. Yeah, Bethesda's on a roll, it's a man. a combination of your passion and our team's love of making Doom that has motivated us to deliver even more. Doom Eternal. So we're back. Dude, the ESO stuff, I missed all of that. 18 major game updates, 8 DLC game packs, 2 chapters. Yeah, I keep all that. And I mean, like, awesome, I have a subscription awesome or whatever. Like, I, I keep paying for it. Even for the past two years, it's been so inspiring to hear you guys this talk guy looks like about the dude who played Superman like in the nineties. And Dean Kane? We're right there with yeah. You. Have you seen him right. recently? He looks like this. You want the Doom <laughs> yeah, I've seen <laughs> Dean Kane recently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh you got a subscription. Yeah, Jelly Bean oh, just uh, resubbed for a new badge, hitting six months in a row. Twice as many in this game. Hey, wait, what do I do? I've been sub for six months. What's that mean? You want to see Hell on Earth? It means you got a new badge as well. well we, what is that? We just What's a badge? Those so, <laughs> in, uh, in chat, the little Charmer logo changes color. The that you might not if you mouse over it. 
That's like right. you got the blue one now. Before it would have been green. That's what's up. Will be debuting Doom Eternal Whereas, like, if I type... This August. <laughs> I gotta... Well, you know, I gotta show myself support. But until then, we want to thank everyone who continues to play Doom. Thanks, everyone. Gold, thank Toverish also been here for a year. So, did you participate in the Rumble this weekend? Uh, yeah. I did one run with Spellsword. I went, uh, six and three. What, are, yeah. what were you running into? How's everybody Dagoth feeling tonight? Pretty hype? And Crusader. Just like a little I think that was all like the matches, crazy actually. Hype right yeah. Now, right? That kind of doesn't surprise me. I expected Redoran to be really popular because, you know, in a Morrowind block event, if you will, it seemed uh, like the rally mechanic would, would shine. Um, Dagoth also seemed like a pretty obvious choice because it's a pretty powerful mid-range archetype. Yeah. That proud tradition continues with Quake Champions. You know, it was, it's like playing block constructed. And will it was, always uh, be exactly that the kind fastest of experience. <laughs> and most fun multiplayer right. shooter, period. <laughs> and that's not the only tradition. And then I, like I said, continues. the only other legends I played this weekend was trying to These film days with. We're uh, hearing a lot of talk about Rage Archer. But Quake has I got been two wins. The very beginning. Um, In fact, we started hosting competitions at QuakeCon. I lost to an 87 card tribunal temple deck. And I was like, I was talking shit about it, and then I realized, like, oh my god, and this year, I recorded and released a video with a 99-card single neutral deck two days ago. Original <laughs> everything from I have no room to talk. competitions to major tournaments at QuakeCon and DreamHack Winter. <laughs> that, like, been doing this that Quake time. logo is genius. I don't have any idea why it has to do with Quake. I mean, maybe it's a cue, for more players but it's great. Than ever before. It's very recognizable. But I gotta tell you guys, we can't stop, won't stop, until we've delivered a game... <laughs> Wait, Quake is at QuakeCon? Yes, Malibu Barbus. Shocker, I know. New baby to the arena. <laughs> The 99 card neutral That's footage was a nail biter. I think I got lucky like six times in that game. For you the rest of it I played pretty well. But like uh, that guy actually, together. after that game, he messaged me on Facebook. <laughs> and I uh, was like, hey, uh, did, I think We're I just played you. I was playing Crusader. I was like, tonight, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I, I beat you with a 99 card neutral singleton deck. Yeah, I'm in the process right now of making a video about my Dwem Totem deck for the people who want to grind for Centurion because it's been really overperforming, like for a mono neutral deck. I mean, it's just just casual, but I think that's the sort of thing that will uh, be of interest to some people. So I was like, all right, I'll do a video on it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, good night, Dust. Have a good one. Always a pleasure. So head to Quake.com and start playing with me and all of my Quake family tonight. All right, good night, buddy. Don't miss your chance to join. Are they reading out the teleprompter? And welcoming communities in gaming. Now. Uh, I can only assume that they are. Tonight, after our showcase is over, check out our new trailer for Quake Champions. I mean, it's Bethesda, man. They they keep things pretty tight, and they don't want you to go off message, so it wouldn't shock me if they were, you know what I mean? Is Quick Champions free to play? I'm pretty sure it is. 
And this is like Overwatch, but with like Quake stuff. Uh, yeah. That's a good way to put it, I guess. It looks cool like Blizzard's. Play free this week, it says. Oh, I got these announcements now because this add on thing. Dangerous to shoot rockets up in the air like that. What if one of them hit him? This is a this is a fairly graphic game. I don't know if my virgin eyes can take it. I know that if I was going to engage in combat with other people, I'd want her outfit, and not the guy with the armor. Well, the way people are blowing up, I don't think the armor matters, so I might as well be comfortable. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I love how that dude doesn't have a face, but he finds time to style his hair. Everybody likes to make fun of bikini chainmail, but when you got people throwing lightning bolts, I don't think your armor matters. Fair enough. Rollerblade goth punk girl, got it. Yeah. Well, just like the people in that Rage video. Uh, the future may be, you know, post-apocalyptic, but somewhere a uh, hot topic survived. See, it's not that a hot topic survived, it's that all of the good supplies, things like that, they've been raided early. So when you're scavenging after all that stuff is gone, all you're going to find is stuff nobody wanted, like blue hair dye. That's fair, that's fair. It's been one year since we launched Prey, and we want to send a What's big Prey? thanks to our incredible fan base. Uh, Prey is a single player game published by Bethesda. Uh, it's got a, a sci-fi feel. I've heard very, very good things about it. Um, a buddy of mine who's normally not into those kind of games said he enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I intend to play it, but it is like third or fourth in the queue right now. I didn't get around to it when it came out, and but I, I've heard great things. Okay. It's a new twist on Prey where the enemies, hazards, and loot are all different each time you play. We're so excited. We can't wait to show what? Whoa. Wow, I guess they're dead. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Who are they gonna have make the game now? The moon is a harsh mistress. So part of the game is there are these things called mimics that like surprise you. So that's kind of what that was. Shapeshifters are uh, a good conceit to jump scares. <laughs> the need for jump scares, I guess. I like the dome, the space dome. I like that look. Yeah, somebody in chat asked what game is Prey comparable to. Um, that's a Good question. It's like, it's kind of like Bioshock and Soma had a baby. Dead Space maybe is another one that comes to mind. Um, Bioshock's like a postmodern RPG, right? Where there's actually no role playing. It's just, I would call it more like a story-driven shooter than an RPG. But they're always marketed as RPGs. I don't think I've ever seen it marketed as an RPG. I'm gonna Google Bioshock RPG. Uh, you're right, it's called a first person shooter. Yeah. 
I think you're thinking of Bioware games. Because Bioware makes a bunch of RPGs. This one. <laughs> Frame Moon Crash. Did you ever see that Moon movie by the son of David Bowie? Yeah, with um. Yeah. I oh. Think I... God, what's his name? Uh. It's the guy that played uh, Justin Hammer in Iron Man Two. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, I couldn't think of the last name. It's Sam something, but yeah, you're right. Sam Rockwell. I actually adore Sam Rockwell. There. I just want to make sure nobody tries to smack you because I saw Pete Hines with a wrench backstage a second oh ago. Oh man, violence is never the answer, friends. Thank you, Ricardo. That's so sweet of you. So. Mooncrag <laughs> vampire. Like all arcade games. <laughs> I don't know why. Funny, funniest thing I've seen all day. No <laughs> so you just saw a lot Sticky of cool stuff that's mimic? available tonight. Not an illusory mimic. We're not done yet. We have one more surprise coming later this summer called. Typhon Hunter. Typhon Hunter is a lethal game of hide a and seek. A lethal game of hide and seek. Where one player goes head to head against five other players who get to be mimics. And just like in Prey, right. the mimic players can disguise themselves as everyday objects. All right, so, that sounds kind of cool. You know, things like a chair. I saw a, a video once on YouTube of a game that lets you do something like that. Space banana. Whatever works. But like people would like turn themselves into trash cans and then like get to find them. Right, Susan? Absolutely not. That make any sense? There are a couple screenshots Probably in a new article not. on the Legends website. No. Hey Pete, can you post that? Yeah. How do I let, how do I let Pete post it? Anyway, Typhon Hunter is a tense multiplayer mode that requires teamwork and improvisation and a very high tolerance for jump scares. Before we go, I just want to say thanks on behalf of the Yeah, Pete, if you could show that link, that'd be great. At Arcane Studios to all of our yeah, it was the world CSGO uh, sandbox thing. Pray yeah. and love it. We made this game for you, and we are constantly inspired by your creativity and enthusiasm. Thank you so much, everyone. I was going to say, I kind of want to go back through the trailer video and see how much of the board they showed off and whether or not they showed some of the, like, interactive elements. Yeah. Please welcome Jens Matis and your... All right, so we got a little link here. An error page. Oh, here. Argonian Ben, good, he's back. Hello, friends. Uh, I'm Jan Smatis, the creative director. Oh yeah, they do have uh, they do have good. some updated stuff. All right. Sweet. Yeah, that's the beautiful. That, that is the beautiful game we saw. Or at least much closer to it. Yeah. You took to the streets and sparked a revolution in Wolfenstein II: The New Colossus. As BJ Blaskowitz, you rallied the American This one cuts it off a little bit more at the top, but you can start to see... Remember earlier when you were saying that the scroll was all the way gone and I said it's actually at the top, it's just hard to see? Uh, in the article, um, you can kind of see on uh, the left and the right of the player's hands the edges of the scroll. Okay. So again, like, the scroll is not unrolled on this version of the board, it just kind of sits at the top. But you can kind of see it here. It's supposed to just be like another piece sitting on the table. Thank you for sharing that, Pete. I just ripped that picture off of the website and I'm tweeting it out. 
Because I can't read, and I'm sure other people can't Paris, either. Wolfenstein Youngblood pushes the story forward. <laughs> yeah, that game board is beautiful. And because this game features BJ's twin daughters, Wolfenstein Youngblood will be a co-op experience. I don't know anything about Wolfenstein really, except that I'm down with killing Nazis I in a game. So while you can play it solo, you can also join with a friend to save the world together. The resistance is counting on you. <laughs> By the way, I've mistyped your, right, Twitch handle, or your Twitter handle like a million times. Yeah, I know. So is this more Nazi hunting? We can only assume so. Listen, Listen children, children, that's bad. That's bad start. I've been fighting all, all my right. life for this world. It never ends. Yeah, Mortal King, I, I was like, I'm, I mean, I'm excited that they announced The Legends is coming to platforms. I think that's honestly going to be huge. And in fact, it might be the thing that they've, as far as like expanding the audience for this game goes, the biggest thing they've ever done. Um, yeah, I would have liked to see some information about content and stuff, but... It is what it it's is. We got a lot going on with Legends as it is. It's about how much you can take. Yeah, if anything, what's interesting is... The bad guy in Wolfenstein is literally Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> what's interesting about what has been revealed for Legends uh, in the small spot here at E3 is that it may have left me with more questions. <laughs> because, you know, there's clearly some stuff that we got to see when we went out to visit, and... When, yeah. With us not seeing it, it makes me want, want to ask uh, about some timing of stuff, you know? Yeah. Poor CVH. Poor CVH is going to be blown up when uh, E3 is over by me and you with questions, I think. We're not done. Yeah. Two of the franchises that we just heard about are going to also offer VR experiences. So... When Prey's Typhon Hunter is released later this summer, so you'll be able to experience the competitive Heats mode, though, so mode that coming up Susan might be and Ricardo were just talking about. Uh, virtual reality. virtual reality. He lost me. And <laughs> it will also include a single-player experience that Morrowind virtual reality. Everyone goes blind. Working to solve cool puzzles effect. aboard the Talos One space station. I'm also excited to announce a new Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein VR. VR game. It's called. Wolfenstein Cyberpilot, in which you play a hacker who can take over Nazi robots and turn these war machines against <laughs> I their masters. I can turn Nazi ro robots um, against their masters. To bring the That's the kind of sentence Nazis I need in my life. In virtual reality, no less. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Both the prey and so we haven't seen anything about the uh, Fallout announcement yet. Yeah. Do you think we'll get any surprise announcements? Now, we are really excited about You're trying everything to get me in trouble. that we've shown here tonight, but I know there are a lot of you. I, I'm, I'm going to go against the grain here, and I'm going to say no. You think so? Yeah. Fallout 76. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. And I'm pleased to tell you that your wait is finally uh... over. Ladies and gentlemen... He is the recipient of numerous Lifetime Achievement and Hall of Fame awards. Oh, that's why Pete's on. He's about to introduce Todd Howard, who's going to talk about Fallout. Accolades and awards. 
What is Todd Howard's he's function here again? tonight to tell us what hey, are you serious right now? Been taking so damn yeah. long to tell I talked to Pete Hanscom last before I knew he was the vice president Will of Bethesda. You please welcome my very good friend, <laughs> Mr. Todd Howard. Well, um, Todd is uh, in, in the Bethesda pantheon above Pete, if you will. He's the Fallout guy. We're all here. He's he's the Bethesda guy. Let's put it that way. Like when Todd Howard shows up, you know you're about to get something kind of serious. Thank you so much. I could not be okay. more excited to be here. I want to thank all our fans who came out tonight. We need a Legends VR. I mean, if if Pete Hines is doing your intro, you're kind of a big deal. You know what I mean? That's fair. This is actually my 25th. You know, if we had Legends VR. Bethesda, and I have seen. I don't know where to go with that. I'm trying to think of something funny and clever to say, but I have seen a lot of cool things. It seems like it'd be exhausting. Like physically move the cards with my hands and stuff. I don't definitely know. one of them. I got to go to the very first E3 right here in Los Angeles. I will be willing to play Legends in VR if, when I concede, I'm allowed to instead just pick up my deck and throw it at the face of my opponent. Oh my god, yes, there's a throw the flip the table yeah. motion and it, uh, it concedes. Yeah, fuck this game. That would be legit. That's good, that's good. And then E3 went through the, the moody teen years and came back and locked itself in its room. Is it sad that there's a secret part of me that hopes Todd, How Todd Howard just does uh, another announcement for like... Skyrim on the Commodore 64 and then just leaves like the greatest troll of all time That would be amazing That would be seriously amazing And now E3 has grown up. It's in its 20s. It's more confident can handle Oh man, I could not handle my alcohol in my 20s Thank you So there's a good there's a good party after this so pace yourselves and I hope you're comfortable, by the way. I'm going to be here for a while. be here for a while? I'm really impressed with Todd Howard's and jacket. I know, he looks like he is a very special guest star on the second half of the season of Coach. That most of you he looks like MacGyver's younger brother who's smarter. Thank you. Absolutely. You've seen my wedding photos, right? I I saw some of them. Doesn't my dad look like a Bond fan? <laughs> he just said, "Are you interested in seeing we're putting Skyrim next?" Well, I think we have the best one yet. Yeah. And he's not joking. Speak of the past and the future. Now Skyrim looks to the future to its ultimate version. What? Oh shit! I love everything about this. Alexa? Oh shit! Skyrim. You're level 57 and see a tall snowy mountain. You know what I love about, Do you know what I love about this right now? What? This is the kind of thing that you and I would come up with if we had a budget for our fake commercials on the podcast and, and we would be like, there's no way they would let us do this. That's exactly what I was thinking, dude. I was like, this is totally what I said to you. Is there a command for picking shit up? Ever reached that level yet? I'm sworn to carry your burdens. 
The dragon unleashes fire breath on you. Okay. You have 7% health left. Oh, shit. Uh, I, I drink a health po potion. You are out of health potions. Oh, uh, oh how many uh, wheels <laughs> of cheese do I have left? 473. Okay, I eat all the cheese. I eat all of the cheese. Hey, um, remember what the doctor said about dick? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. This is the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Again, like. I eat all of the cheese. Introducing. This is, this is right up our alley. Special edition. Yeah. <laughs> this makes me feel so much better about our fake commercial at PAX. Yes, it does. Oh my god. That's cool. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Had to, had to do it. Had to do it. Oh my god. Okay, really. Uh, we both know why oh, you're man. here, and that's to talk about the next Fallout. You think the Fallout's the last announcement? Yeah, because they're going to talk about this for a while and show gameplay and stuff. I, I can't imagine that they don't close with this. It is four times the size of Fallout 4. Set in the hills of West Virginia, you are one of the first to emerge oh, man. into an untamed, West Virginia. very different wasteland. <laughs> West Virginia is all right. I've been there once, I think. Oh wait, now that I think about it, my dad was born in West Virginia. <laughs> so this is the game that people are worried is going to be an, like, uh, an online thing? Yeah. <laughs> That's Detroit again. <laughs> Man, your Detroit jokes are on point. I was just reading some crime statistics for them I'm doing at work. <laughs> Somebody said people who slam on West Virginia have never been to West Virginia. That's not true. I've been to West Virginia multiple times. Years after I will still slam on West Virginia. We gather together to honor the completion of Vault 76. This sprawling underground shelter may have been... I like how it takes place in the past of their future franchise, and so they have an old-timey voice doing the voiceover. <laughs> so that if the bombs do come, our I can appreciate that. will endure. Almost heaven, I like this song. I mean, it looks pretty. It does. Something about this song is melting my cynicism. <laughs> it's a good choice. Every time I see a power suit now, I'm only going to think of the lobby that we uh, got to see that really sweet statue. But when the fighting is stopped, yeah, that's a good point. We have seen a life Is that was that a Demetrodon I just saw? Not just walls, not just. Plus, takes place in the distant past of future. Minds and ultimately America itself. No, it takes place in the future based on an alternative past or something like that. 
Is this the result of the Infinity Stones? Our future <laughs> begins. Dude, we're probably going to be alive in 2076. One of the very first vaults to open I'm was not. built to celebrate America's You're like six months older than me. <laughs> which is an awesome word, by the way. Yeah, but that's your word much less like healthy than you. That's, a, like that's exactly why you'll survive. <laughs> it's like you, meet, you, you always meet you're, you see those you're Mick Jagger, man. You see those interviews with like, like uh, 120-year-old people, and they're like, what's your secret to living forever? And they're like, well, I drink every day and I smoke every day. And that's when you realize, like, it doesn't have shit to do with how they live. It's just their genes. <laughs> All right. So we're actually getting to see... So that's the. Sorry. I was gonna say that's the pit boy. That's what you play Skyrim in. <laughs> oh my God, that's that would have been next level. <laughs> hey, does that look like anything you uh, remember from the lobby? Uh oh, I think Justin froze. Yeah, I don't know if Justin's having uh, one very important trait. You are this difficulties or if it's on my own, but uh, Justin is frozen on Discord. I think he's back, gang. Wait, did I go somewhere? We always yeah, you were frozen on my end. And this time it features all new rendering, lighting, I just assume it was your fault. Technology. I mean, you and always assume it's my fault. But no, I think it was on your end because everything was still working on my end. Distant oh, weather wow. systems Damn. across the map. Oh, you guys can see me? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know we were actually on video. Don't know West yeah. Virginia that when well. I'm watching your screen, all I see is, is that. Is the, it says the thing. Did you refresh? Because no. we're, we're there. Oh, my God. I probably knew all sorts of embarrassing shit this whole time. With their own style, risks, Fuck. Sandra's laughing at me. There's plenty of cool new Fallout creatures. And we even use the folklore just can't of West get enough Virginia of this shit. to bring our Fallout versions Oh to my life. god, there I am! Wow. I gotta be honest, this looks like a lot of fun so far. Yeah, as long as they bring back that, like... We have always wanted thing? to tell that story. That's all I really liked about Fallout. Of what it would be like for you and the other characters who were first. The real question the is, but there is one does the settlement need my help? With this game. Yeah. 
It's that each as far as of I'm aware, that's the only thing that you do in Fallout 4. Is a real person. What did he just announce that people cheered over? Each of those characters is a real person, so it's going to be for sure because, yes, online. Fallout 76 is entirely, entirely online. online. All right. Okay. I know there's a lot. Uh, you have like a thousand questions right now, so I'm going to go through them in order. Now, I'll hit a couple of the big ones. First, of course, you can play this solo. All right? Okay. You'll, you'll be who you want, exploring a huge world, doing quests, experiencing a story, and leveling up. We love those things about our games, too. It would not have it any other way. But also, like many Jelly, of you, I haven't gotten any loot yet. Always it said that the loot will be awarded tomorrow. Style of game could be Actually, that is not soon enough. So many of us talk about experiences in Supposedly, all as long as you have uh, allowed the extension to, to get access, so we will get it tomorrow. Years, Minus the card back that comes out when we get the new client. That is perfect Sweet. for Fallout. Open world, survival, every person and character is real. And it was an idea that we just couldn't shake. We knew we had to do it and do it in a really big way. Now, I know you may have played survival modes in like some of our previous games or some other online games, and we, you know, people wonder, is this hardcore survival? I like to think of it maybe, it's more softcore survival. That is the outfit of a man who does softcore things. <laughs> maybe that should be a new ESRB Wow. Death never means the loss of I'm gonna end up meeting this guy at some point. I'm like an asshole character. for saying that. <laughs> your character isn't tied to one server. As a matter of fact, you'll never even see a server when you play. You'll be in a world with dozens, not hundreds, and not thousands of other players. It's the apocalypse. It's not an amusement park, okay? And you'll be able to join your friends Whenever you want. Oh God damn it, dude! I don't have any friends. goes with you. When we think about games, we think about worlds and the choices that you can make, the stories that you create. And so that's a really interesting approach to by creating a wide open world with very taking an online game and then saying. Yeah, you can play it with your friends, but we're only going to put, like, dozens of people in any given world with you. Like, that's actually pretty interesting. Look, this is a whole new world for all of us here. And fortunately, our friends at vault have made a series of informational videos for when all of us emerge together. It, it's already perfect. Let's work with others. As you venture out into this new American frontier, some of your fellow survivors may not, not be like neighborly. Oh, you can kill each other? If there's a general chat function, I'm going to get myself killed repeatedly. Not intentionally, but it's the result of the way I interact in online games. Oh! 
He got it with a pistola. Chin up there, sport. Wow. Seventy-six dwellers will be so hostile. Find them and brave the new world together. Whether you choose to explore the wasteland alone or with friends, your days will be filled with fun activities. I have admit, it looks pretty fucking sick. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, like, this kinda looks right up my alley. Oh my god, you can play in a band. That's what I'm gonna do. Kicking a dead body is kind of disrespectful. <laughs> that emo wheel. <laughs> Just a big thumbs up. Oh my god, look at that sloth. It's pretty sweet. Come for the apocalypse, stay for the jam sessions. That's right, Malibu Barbies. You know what we gotta do? We gotta form a fun and interactive, like, league or some shit, guild, something. Like previous Fallouts, you can play this game solo in Quest. But the yeah, easiest way to survive in the wasteland is to team up and build together. And we in can this be Vault one, 69. you can build wherever you want. And you can also then move that, that to wherever mm, you want. No. I gotta tell everybody, last, uh, yesterday I asked Charmer if we, we, we should form our own Elder Scrolls Legends team, and he just responded with, no. Nothing else, just no. And then I asked him if it was because I wasn't a good player, and he never fucking answered me. That's not true, I answered you eventually. Your answer had nothing to do with what I asked. But I answered. Yeah, I mean, you, were, you secure, said something to me. You can now craft handmade ordnance at your leisure to give your altercation. Oh, here we go. This is what I can do. Touch. I can build stuff. It falls on you and the ingenuity of your fellows yeah. to rebuild the America we hold. Oh, that's, a, that's what the America I know looks like right now. We gotta rebuild anything. <laughs> but don't become too attached too quickly. Monitor your environment for anything out of the ordinary. <laughs> I love that that was like an evil trash can. What is that? Is that like a giant mutant dragon bat? I think that's I think that's Alden. It is no, like it's it just did a sonic attack? That's a giant mutant dragon bat. Yeah, that's uh, unrelenting force. Dude, I want that in Legends. Are you kidding me? This is the crossover Document. we never knew we were doing. It clearly has charge and drain. It's got level 3 shots for days. You can't escape level 3 shots no matter where you go. There goes the neighborhood. Oh, you can pose for photos. That's what's up. Can I make my guy kind of portly? And Dude, I am not gonna lie. This actually looks like a lot of fun. I was skeptical after the announcement, but this actually looks like a lot of fun. Why don't we put multiple nuclear missile multiple sites nuclear on the map? Missile sites. And then let all of you do whatever you want with them. This does sound pretty entertaining. Today's episode: Atomics for Peace. Atomics for peace. <laughs> 
when you emerge from the comfort and safety of your vault, the world... So, this is a 100% true story. The, uh, the White House hosted a panel of people on violence in video games a while ago. And Todd Howard was one of the representatives. Um, Trump's brother, I believe, serves on the ZeniMax board of directors, so I think that was part of the in. But Todd Howard went and talked to Trump and other White House officials uh, as the panel of uh, violence on video games underwent. And I find it really interesting that this game has a piece called uh, Atomics for Peace based on nuclear yeah. nuclear uh, stuff after such a meeting. I'm not saying it's 100% related. I'm just saying it's a, a hell of a coincidence, you know? The advertisement for the new Wolfenstein game taught me everything I need to know about where these people are coming from. <laughs> and I'm on board. I'm on board. In the likely event you don't acquire a full code on your own, do not give up. Search for others who might be harboring a grudge. You'll have yeah, we, we should make some kind of like team thing. I'll build up no like forts and stuff. With the power of the atom at your fingertips, be responsible and consider your target carefully. Attention. Launch sequence. Alhefe has a good point. Like a game originally about the horror of nuclear wars devolved into just letting you set off nukes. That is an interesting observation. It is. I think, I think part of it, too, though, is it's not just the horror of uh, nuclear war, but it's also, like, the horror of interacting with people in general. And uh, is there anything more horrific than, like, giving you all the ability to set off nukes and then watching you go and do it because there's no way that you won't? <laughs> like, it's just enabling exactly what the, uh, the story is about. I've never played a survival game before. What does that mean exactly? Kind of depends on the actual game. Some of the some of the genres are pretty heavy-handed about like legitimately you have to find clean food and water and shelter and like actually survive. And then other ones are like it's really just a combat game where you fight other people and that's like how you survive. Uh, and then there's like all sorts of things up and down that spectrum. But, like, I, I could send you some trailers to uh, some pretty interesting, like, actual survival games. We know this is new for all of you. It's new for us. It's a little bit scary. And to that end, we're going to need your help. Because, yes, we are going to have a beta. Oh, shit, I bet we can get into that beta. <laughs> and it is sponsored by our friends at Vault-Tec as well. The break it early test application. Oh, it's pretty clever. <laughs> evidently, these online games are hard. They can have some nasty issues. I, I read on the internet that our games have had a few bugs. <laughs> the most disappointing part about Elder Scrolls Online is you internet. can't run That's up true. mountains like you can in Skyrim. And that uh, right? sometimes it doesn't just work. That's a, a, since you're not familiar with Todd Howard, that's a, a self-deprecating joke, Justin, because he's been quoted in a previous things as saying, it just fucking works. Like, literally his words. And we have an awesome collector's edition for you. It starts with a map of the world that glows in the fucking dark. That's actually kind of cool. That's right. 
It's so pretty cool. sweet. Uh, it comes with figures you can put on the map. And it also comes with a Fallout collectible. The worst thing about ESO really is apparently that you can't so you shoot bombs at people. To buy, and here it is. <laughs> Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. Dude, this is uh, this is a an instance of shut up and take my money. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'll check this out. No, like even just this collector's edition. Oh really? Oh yeah. Cause you, you know they're gonna say that if you get the pre-order the collector's edition or whatever, you'll get beta access. This helmet is a really cool prop piece. Um, the map is cool. Like, depending on the size, I could even potentially justify, like, framing it and hanging it in my office. The Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition. Dude, this may sound so insane, but I, I kind of want Malibu Barbas to be a guest on the podcast. Out. Because his comments are always fucking We're hysterical. We're excited to say that it's coming out this year, November 14th. November 14th? October 27th. Wait, what? November 14th is, uh when it comes out. Thanks again okay. for all your support of Fallout. It's been 10 years since Fallout 3, our very first one. And it's been an incredible journey with all of you. We do have another Fallout anniversary that we are celebrating here at E3. It is the three year anniversary of Fallout Shelter, which we What's announced- Fallout Shelter? The mobile game. And released- Oh, the thing, the only right other thing on the, the, the launcher. And we have some cool surprises for you. Fallout Shelter is coming to the PlayStation 4. And because that guy said it, it's also coming to the Nintendo Switch. You can play it with the Joy-Cons or Hey, wait, controls. I have a Nintendo Switch. Is this game and fun? Yes, it's still free. I mean, it's all right. Um, I, don't, I don't own any consoles. It kind of hurts me inside. I really want a PS4. It's no Candy Crush, though, right? Even my wife the other day was like, I really want to play Skyrim on the console again. Yeah. Yeah, wait, I have a PS4 with Skyrim on there, actually. <laughs> again, thank you so much for your support of all that we do coming here tonight. When we see this is it? This how is the many of you are like, Yeah, I told you. I thought they were probably going to close on Fallout 76. Especially Fallout Shelter. That game has been played by over 100 and 20 million people. Incredible. That is more people than every game that we have made combined. Incredible. It does kind of make you stop and realize that our games can have new lives on any type of device or system. And you know, when we looked at the iPhone 11 years ago, we had a few ideas for mobile games. Fallout Shelter was one of them. And we did have another one that oh, was snap. far, far more ambitious. And we've been building it. And it's in the other franchise that you love from us. Oh, shit. Yeah. It is called <laughs> Somebody yelled, don't toy with me. Blade. What is it called? The Elder Scrolls Blades. Like Fallout Shelter, we wanted an experience that we were not finding hmm. anywhere else. Here it is. All right. 
we did not know this was coming, and this is legitimately interesting. I know this is a massive first-person RPG with console-quality graphics, but with a uniquely mobile experience. Believe me when I say you have to see this running on an iPhone 10. This gigantic screen does not do it justice. You can tap to move. Okay, this better also be available on consoles and Switch though, because I don't own an iPhone. Oh yeah, I don't have an iPhone either. And it follows your specific movements and timings. Wow. Yeah, I was not expecting this. This is really interesting. Yeah, me either. This also means they're not closing on uh, 76. So I wonder if we will see something else. Yeah, because you don't close on a mobile game. And it's not just melee. You have a range of abilities and spells you can use. Green gem spotted, though. Well, look, Candy Crush is number one for a reason. And of course... You can create your own character and be who you want to be. Improving them, leveling up, picking new abilities. This is kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm into this. Depending on how this uh, actually plays. And the entire game can be played in portrait mode. What? What's portrait mode? Like, long ways. That one was incredibly oh. important to us. Oh, you can yeah. play it however you want to. <laughs> Some people don't like having to use the two hands, or for people with uh, like disabilities, for example, portrait mode's kind of a big deal. So that makes sense. Oh, that's poor Skeever. And it's not just dungeons. I mean, it looks pretty for a mobile game. Honestly, the graphics look better than Skyrim, which makes sense since Skyrim came out like 15 years ago. <laughs> You know what this game needs is the ability to go into a tavern, sit down with the bartender, and be like, Do you want to play a game of cards? And then launch his Legends. <laughs> Dude, if they do cross-promotion for this game with Legends in any way, it will be insane for Legends to get people to try it out. Blaze has several better fucking modes do that. We're, we're, we're telling CBH that needs to happen. First, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's like immediate feedback. Like, that's actually a really... Where you can see how far interesting. Because, like, this will show up right next to it in the app stores. Where you will do battle one-on-one yeah. -on -one against Roda. other players. And the main mode, the town. This is the hub for your story and quests. You are a member of the Blades. God, I've put hundreds of hours into these games, and I don't know what the Forced fuck the Blades in exile, are. You return home to find your town destroyed and need to rebuild it. Yes, Blades also features a town-building mode. This, this is really interesting. Like, this is... I already play enough mobile games as it is, and this is going to suck up way too much time. This is gorgeous. Oh, I'm going to go fuck up your town, Charmer. <laughs> wow. Wow. <coughs> This is an Elder Scrolls game that you can play however and wherever you want. And we are going to bring Blades to every device and system we can. Phones, PCs, consoles, also virtual reality, 
on mobile all the way up to high-end VR. What about my holodeck? On PCs. And what's really cool is all of those connect to each other. So one of my dreams... Oh my god, dude. Back to that portrait mode, I like to call meeting mode. If we can, like, do co-op with this game, like, we might actually have to, like, stream this. Yeah. Heard, I don't know if you know this, but there's there's this podcast called Fun and Interactive. It's all about Elder Scrolls Blades. Seriously, this is, this is actually really exciting. Blades is coming... You gotta teach this me how to record shit on my phone so I can free. upload YouTube content. Oh my god, it's gonna be free and it's coming in fall. And you can pre-order it tonight. On Wait, both how do you pre-order free App shit? Store and the Google Play Store. Also, this week, go to PlayBlades.com and register for early access. Huh. Um, we're doing that right now. I'm actually typing it. So please come by and check it out. You really need to see it running on the phone. We'd this website's not up. There's no playblades.com. Yeah, I know. Like, it won't load. We're crashing it. Todd Howard so, lies. Thank you all again, all of our fans here, everybody watching online, for all of your support over the years. It is so exciting to show you all that we have coming out this year, and it is an honor and a blessing to represent all of the incredible people at Bethesda Game Studios. We have three offices now in Maryland, Montreal, and Austin. There's a lot of them here tonight. I want them to hear your appreciation for their work. I know. Like I said, it's, it's probably being barraged right now. Elder Scrolls Blade's not in the App Store. It's probably going to be like a hair delay or something, or somebody's being fired right now. Yeah. Just the best team and group of people I could ever hope for. Ama amazing. Um, we also thought since we're all here together tonight and it's so special, maybe we do something a little different too. And tell you what we have coming beyond this year in the future. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. We have it, also been is this it? On a brand new next generation. Thank God they're fucking talking about game. this. <laughs> <laughs> is this it? But this one is in an all new no, I'm not getting epic sued. franchise. <laughs> Our first wholly original franchise in 25 years. We're excited to announce our next adventure. I'm turning this up for the podcast, hold on. Yeah. Oh, shit, boys. Oh.
There it is, Starfield. That's your logo. Starfield is a game that we have spent years thinking about and working on. Something we feel uniquely positioned to pull off and that wow, we're he looks incredibly really excited, excited about. He really yeah, does. Seriously, like, like glow. We're also building toward the game after that. And it's the one oh, you keep asking double about. Double fuck. This one I don't know anything about. <laughs> yeah, we may have overheard some uh, Starfield stuff. We have not overheard this. Oh my god. Turning this back up again. Oh. Talk about cross promotion. Oh. oh god, that music gives me chills. This is amazing, dude. And it looks gorgeous. Wow. I'm trying to figure out where that is. So if you're listening to this like in the future on the podcast, sadly, it's not showing anything, but they are, are basically... Now I'm really done. I just want to thank you all for your time tonight. The time you spent in our world. <laughs> Ian we'll says some there. nerd will figure out what they showed. Yeah. yeah. So... Wow. The visuals, if you're listening to the audio version, didn't really give away much. Um, but the fact that they finally publicly are talking about Starfield is a big deal. The fact that they're publicly talking about Elder Scrolls 6 is a really big deal. Um, we only get him up here like once every three E3s, but boy, wow. when he shows up, he brings the goods. Yeah. Thanks also to all of our well, studios shit, and teams dude. around the world who are so dedicated to giving our I don't fans even know what the very to say, best really. games. If you're a gamer on any platform, of well, time, again, going to be potentially really good for Legends when you talk about both Blades and Elder Scrolls Six in terms of cross promotion. Um, wow, this was a really good E3 for them. The Fallout game looked good. The Elder Scrolls game for the phone coming later this year looked good. Stuff coming next year. If you want to be one of the first to play Elder Scrolls Blades or join the Fallout 76 beta, you need to go to BethesdaNet and register. I can't get Play Blades to load still. Yeah, me either. I'm gonna go to Bethesda Net and see if they've got those listed in the uh, profile thing where you can sign up for betas. Wow. Well, that was a lot more than I anticipated. Welcome back to E3 on Twitch. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and take us off of the shared broadcast. That was pretty fucking intense. Yeah, that... Oh, okay. Garbage. <laughs> oh my god, dude. That was, uh, that was something else. Wow. Starfield. Elder Scrolls 6. Fallout Online. Elder Scrolls Blades. We saw... The, the public got to see the new client for the first time in action. For Legends. Justin may be uh, a tad loud for a bunch of people, so I'm now going to turn you back down a bit. Oh, yeah, my bad. No, no, it's because I was just adjusting stuff because of uh, the, the stream, so. Yeah. Damn. Well, that is just totally nuts, man. 
Oh shit. Alright. Alright, so um Yeah, it it was it was kind of kind of a, a big deal to see uh, Elder Scrolls Legends 6 announced coming for the future. Uh, we we did not know about Blades coming. I kind of wish that we did because I want to ask a bunch of questions now that I know that it exists about mm -hmm. cross-promotion opportunities. Um, mm -hmm. That's that's kind of a really big deal for, for Legends. I know that Legends is like its own game, obviously, but anytime that you do something in the Elder Scrolls Legends universe, or Elder Scrolls universe, it impacts yeah. Legends one way or another. Uh, if if Blades has its own story and characters, for example, what is the potential for those to show up as cards or stuff right. from Six? Um, yeah, I mean that's that's a lot to process. Yeah, especially because Legends had such a small spot this year, and now we understand why they apparently had a, a million announcements. But because Legends had such a small spot. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, the only new reveal that we can talk about in public now is that it's coming to consoles, which is still, yes. I think, really exciting and a big deal for the game. But we know there's even more coming. So when you couple right. that with all of the other Bethesda news, um, yeah. there's a lot to be excited about if you're a fan of Bethesda games. Man. Oh, that was a pretty intense little ride there, man. That was pretty intense. I, I, I honestly I need some time to process it. I, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, so Ty and Chas, do you know when we can talk about it? We were told that we can talk about it when they make things public. They did not give us like a hard, like you can talk about this thing on this date, this thing on this date. They basically said, if we publicly mention it, um, then you guys are then allowed to acknowledge it. And if we have any question about whether we can or cannot, we check with uh, CVH or Pete or somebody first. Um, right. So, uh, I mean, we can just say we know more is coming. Um, some of it we kind of expected to be announced tonight. It was not, so hopefully in the near future. But consoles, uh, in my opinion, is still a pretty big deal. I think that playing on the Switch is going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, I honestly think that the announcement that they did make for Legends with the consoles is, is a really big deal. I think it's a really big deal. Yeah, they did show off more of the new client as well, uh, and including like the full screen. Um, CVH on Twitter talked about the the soul uh, gem being interactive, meaning it lights up when you click it. Yes. So I think that gives us free reign to talk about the fact that uh, unlike the current board, the new board right. does have interactive elements. So you can like yeah. uh, light and unlight the candles. You can light up the soul gem, the moths. Right that you see uh, at least in the client version that we played if you clicked on the moths they would flutter yes. around because the idea is you're playing at the desk of right. a moth priest um somebody asked if bethesda net was down it's not necessarily down but it doesn't seem to be loading very well because i'm sure they're being destroyed <laughs> yeah and that, I like the, I like the new ad too, and I, I really like the new legends yeah the, that trailer is miles better than anything we've had before um yeah Although the Morrowind, the Morrowind like clip was funny. AJ, um, Solid Age, he was really excited about that. Yeah, maybe it did crash. Now, if I try to refresh, Bethesda Net is not loading for me. Playblades.com yeah. is also not loading for me. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, people are talking about you can see decks on the table. That wasn't in yes. the one article because that was over to the right. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that got shown as well, so... The Legends Future, man. Oh, shit. I love the, I love the look of the new client. I, I just, I love it. Now that, now that everybody's seen it, I can say, like, it, it is beautiful to play on, too. It feels great. So there's the uh, the article about console support, though. Again, that's also not loading for me at the moment. So in theory, just... in the future. Right. And people get to actually see the new cards. I mean, not new cards, but the, the, the new look of the cards. Yeah. So... And they look gorgeous it's also worth noting that even in that instance uh they are not 100 finalized even with our meeting morgan the guy who's like kind of in head of the art direction going forward was talking about um that this was just the current iteration and he kind of went over with us like we're going to make some subtle changes here to improve on things and like obviously right. we can't talk about those but it was very clear especially with morgan uh specifically that they wanted this this new overhaul to really make things pop and be crisp. So even though these visuals look uh, even better than what was previously previewed, um, right. know that this is not even still 100% the final version, so. Right, right, right. Yeah, the, the, the filter thing that appeared on the IGN article isn't, you know, now that you can see the cards, like, they look incredible. Yeah, so uh, Dragon Tamer Blade mentions in chat, the only thing I'd like to see is the colors blend better for the attributes. They stand out a little much on the cards right now and not necessarily in a great way. That was something that they talked about, how they can yeah. make um, colors for the attributes matter, how they can potentially use icons. They, they talked about um, trying to accommodate people who are colorblind, whether or not right. that was going to make it into the final version was still undecided, but... It was very much a thing that they did talk about. It was on their mind, um, and how they could have that like be represented. So, and the uh, the legendary framer on that Dagothur is just incredible. Yeah, I like the way that the new legendary stuff does make them stand out a little bit more. Um, right. Again, that's not a hundred percent finalized, but I I liked what we got to work with and see. So yeah. Wow. Fuck, man. Blade, Starfield, Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, you know what's... This is what's interesting, right? Um, yeah. Just seeing the Starfield logo, you know? We got, we got like, four new games essentially announced. I mean, Fallout 76 kind of got pre-announced, but we got, like, official confirmation of Fallout 76, Blades... <laughs> Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield, and I don't know which one I'm more excited about. No, yeah, it's all really, uh, just incredible. Fallout 76 looked like a ton of fun to play with my buddies. I don't know if it's the sort of thing I would play every day, but just to like pick up and go have fun looked great. Yeah. Blades, I know, is going to eat up some of my free time on mobile. Like, yeah, that that looks pretty fantastic. I'm not going to lie. Um, Elder Scrolls 6, I'm sure I will binge when that does finally come out. I'm really, really curious to see how Starfield is going to be implemented. Um, we've been joking about it coming for, uh, <laughs> joking about it coming for a bit now, but now that we can like publicly talk about it and that it's officially announced, um, it's really exciting. Absolutely. Hmm. 
damn. I know you don't listen to the podcast for dead air, everybody, but like I sort yeah. of struggle, struggle to process. So all. it's it's interesting. Iraq says uh, it's not like Elder Scrolls Six counts because it's not like anyone doubted it was coming. I mean that's true, but the reason it's exciting is before they wouldn't even acknowledge that they were working on it, and I right. like Pete Hines has been a steel trap. Don't th don't think that. Uh, you know, even under NDA, for example, if Justin or myself or anyone else was like, hey, when are you going to let us know something about Outer Scrolls 6? Like, Pete was not giving an inch. He would be like, you'll know when you need to know. Yeah. Like, yeah, we pressed CVH for shit. He, he, he didn't tell us, even when we're in person. <laughs> it has not, not been for lack of hype. So, right. And um, we have an NDA in place. Like, they could tell us. <laughs> yeah. They just, they just don't. So, if they're even saying, like, hey, we're working on it, that is. I don't think you understand, like, that means it's within the next three years. And I know you're saying, like, well, that's still a long ways away, but before, we, we didn't we didn't know. So, yeah, you're right. It was probably coming. Like, that's an inevitability. But if they're, if they're confident enough to say, like, oh, it's coming and here's, like, even a mini cinematic trailer, that's much closer than, uh, than we thought. Yeah. Bethesda doesn't like to announce things unless they're far enough like in production that they feel comfortable right. doing it yeah this is uh yeah oh interesting uh i got some minor action playblades.com uh finally yeah. did something it actually redirected me to bethesda net uh slash play slash blades but now that page isn't loading but that was Same. that was more than i was getting before I wonder if Blades is going to hint at, like, the story of Elder Scrolls Six or anything. You know, because yeah. he, like, he didn't make any reference to the time period that, that Blades takes place in. No, he didn't, so that's also really interesting. Um, Somebody find me an Elder Scrolls nerd, too, who can tell me what was shown in the Elder Scrolls Six trailer. Also, can we just take a moment and, uh, again, maybe, maybe my favorite thing was the fake commercial. Yeah, that was pretty because sweet. because I, I again I stand by like if you gave Justin and I a budget for one of our fake podcast commercials like that's the sort of thing we'd probably make and yeah. it makes me yeah. feel a lot better about uh, the low budget versions that we make. Yeah, absolutely. We would have actually hired Billy Mays even though he's dead. <laughs> Blade should be after the High Elf invasion. Yeah, you can see the deck now on the board, which is amazing. Yeah. And again, CVH said on Twitter, so we feel comfortable talking about it. There is interactive elements on the board. Uh, clicking on the soul gem makes it light up. Um, right. The moths flutter. The candle does stuff like it's. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think the moth actually gets up and flies away. Oh, that's interesting. It uh, timed bones out in the chat, even though Twitch should be whitelisted. So that's weird. So yeah, Bethesda not still under a pretty heavy load. I'm not not loading uh, anything there for the people that are doing what we are doing and trying to get in. But wow, that that was a fantastic E3. I guess now it makes sense. Um, Pete was saying normally they're like really stressed out around yeah. this time of year, um, and that this year there was like a sense of excitement. And now we know why. That was yeah. That was a pretty massive amount of. And they and they did they they did something that they usually don't do, which is announce things that aren't coming out in the next couple of weeks. You know, 
like the the Elder Scrolls Six, the Starfield thing, like they just went all out for everything they got coming out in the next like for a while. Uh, so what Benji says, Bethesda down. Is it time for Charmer to join Bethesda? Um, I mean, I'd love to obviously work with those guys, but I don't think they have any need for me, sadly. Like, I love how I went. Good. I was gonna say, like, what would I even do for them, right? I don't know what I'm allowed to say. <laughs> Fair, Farian uh, just said the Bethesda one E3, and I think that actually might be a pretty safe. Uh, yeah, I agree. Assumption. I agree. Yeah, they just they crushed it. Well, Silverfuse, um, Silverfuse suggests card designer for me. Uh, that would yeah. be a lot of fun, but I wouldn't be working for Bethesda in that instance. I'd be working for Sparky Pants. And let's be honest, like, they're not going to hire me anyway. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you expect from me, man. <laughs> I just like watching you quake in your boots. But yeah, I mean, here, I'll say this, after being uh, at their offices, um, I would love to work for Bethesda and I would relocate for it in a heartbeat. It makes uh, a lot of sense why CVH decided to move out there. Their office was yeah. uh, very cool. It was, it was definitely um, cool. It looked like a cool place to hang if, out. So if you guys watched the pre-roll before the Bethesda showcase where there was uh, the two ladies talking and kind of showing uh, some rage footage and some other stuff. You may have noticed they were sitting in what looked like a movie theater uh, with, like, red seats. Yeah. We were in that theater. So, like, that group that's photo true. they shared on Twitter, that's the theater that we were in. Like, when Justin and I saw it, we were like, hey, we know what that room is like. That is true. We've been there. Soldier on said Charmer would be a good community manager for Sparky Pants. Well, I mean, I appreciate that. That's we have very a flattering. Malibu Barbus wants to re to review my custom cards. I've been releasing one a day. Uh, yeah. Let me go find, see if I can pull them up on Twitter. That's a that's a good mental exercise. It's pinned on my uh, Twitter profile, or whatever. <laughs> Is there a lore guy in chat? Yeah, somebody needs to get on that too. So day one, Justin proposes sap. Crazed Neophyte, an agility creature who costs three. Uh, it would be a 3-3 three, three with a summon ability that says if an opponent controls a creature, Sap Crazed Neophyte gets plus one, plus two, and can't attack players. So this is interesting because it's just a 3-3 three, three for three unless my opponent controls a creature. At that right. point, you get an overstatted creature of a 4-5. That's a pretty large body. Um, and it can't attack players. Now, it would probably lose those stats, I'm assuming, if it was silenced, going back to a 3-3 that then could attack players. Uh, yes. It does not have guard. Um, no. So th this is interesting. Uh, it's interesting because it helps agility kind of fight for board control with overstatted um, bodies, which isn't something that is necessarily like known in agility. Um... Hmm. I think, I think the effect is probably. I'd have to see this in action or in testing. I part of me feels like it almost needs to be a four four instead of a four five. A four five 
for something that like you're almost always going to trigger yeah feels pretty powerful and like immediately out of the gate for example i question uh i question what this would do with east empire crafter somebody else said something about east empire crafter right so i i think this would require some testing i think that ultimately it might end up having to be like a 4-4 or something um i also i i don't know if it's uh the right home and agility or not i feel like maybe if it's a i i could maybe buy if uh it being like a four or five if your opponent controls a wounded creature right sticking with the theme of agility it's a little bit harder to control maybe even make it a five five um like make, make it like that. a board controlling pit lion but that's a little bit more situational but i like that initially i i would say like i think that uh it's probably like okay in theme but would require some testing fair enough Going uh, on to your second one, uh, Resistance Fighter. This is a two-cost strength card that Justin proposes as a 1-2 a that says all creatures cost one more. Um, I think that's fine. I like the design of it. Justin and I uh, both like that strength is kind of the rule-setting attribute, right? So Withered Hand Cultist, Garnag, um, even cards like Mage Slayer strength kind of uh as a attribute is the the place where your uh, either rule breaking or rule setting cards live right uh, yeah, um absolutely. so this is another way that you could represent that right um the concern obviously is pairing a card like this with something like withered hand cultist Be right. because it's all creatures um you do offset that a little bit because if you start with this then uh next turn on curve it's that much harder to play withered hand so it's hard to go one right after the other um the actual concern i could see would be uh, a turn two ring out withered hand cultist into turn three drop two of these uh if your opponent has no board presence you potentially lock them out of the game so uh the one two is understated enough that i feel okay with that uh, effect living uh on this body so again i would i would have to i would have to test this uh but on on principle i'm fine with it sweet uh my concern with making it a 2-2 by the way was that it would see play in halalu <laughs> uh, i think my concern with making it a 2-2 is that it just gets played in um everything in a lot of decks yeah <laughs> yeah I think that you almost have to, it, it, I mean, it's either that or maybe you make it a 2-1, but again, like, the aggressive nature uh, and also delaying things, like, it's the, if you make this thing too aggressive in terms of the power of the card, uh, and I mean, like, attack power, the problem is, is it can create some incredibly high-tempo plays if your opponent has a bad start. Like, if you have yeah. the ring, so let, let's just flip it. Let's say this is a 2-1, right? If you have the ring and your opponent... Um, doesn't have like early game and you go ring into this being a 2-1 and you are now delaying them from being able to play their three drop and then on the next turn you ring to pay three to play a second one delaying them from playing a two drop again so they're they're waiting till turn four before they even get their first two drop like right. you can completely shut out ducks so i think that it's really important that this has a low power maybe i could buy this being like a one three instead of a one two but I, I don't. I don't think that you give this anything more than one attack power um, because of the potential tempo there. I, yeah. Um, so Justin's third suggestion so far, he's got four total. Uh, he says Soul Trap 
this would be a sorcerer specific card so endurance and intelligence it's a one cost action that says banish a creature you control you gain a ring of magicka draw a card this this seems <laughs> this seems really powerful I know that it's sorcerer specific and I know that's supposed to target uh, the sorcerer ramp archetype um, I know that the drawback is that you're banishing a creature you control, but the fact that you cycle by drawing a card and you gain a ring of magicka um, opens up a lot of potential problems for me. One, the ring isn't something you can interact with. It's not like the old elixir of magicka that can be uh, targeted with removal. So once you gain a ring of magicka in this instance, your opponent has no way to interact with it. And that's very, very powerful. Um, maybe if they bring back, or maybe you just change this to say Elixir of Magicka, and they bring back from the dead the old support version I could get behind it. Might even play up into some support synergy. Uh, the other problem is it says you gain a Ring of Magicka, so in theory this would uh, potentially mean having multiples. I worry oh, about yeah. screen real estate, right? <laughs> if somebody, yeah. If you start with the ring and you play this three times, um, then you have four potential rings. Uh, what would be your theoretical uh, cap on rings? Because also Tribunal is a thing, so you could then uh, get this back with Iron potentially right. over and over. Um, so that would be something that would have to be addressed. Um, yeah, I I like that you're trying to create something that supports the support art type, or uh, excuse me, the ramp art type. I think that adding this as a support as opposed to an actual ring solves a lot of the problems, though. Um, so if we change this from ring to elixir, I could potentially get behind it. I, 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 I can totally agree with that. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, because you give it interactivity, it works within the rules, uh, and screen real estate for existing supports. Um, and so let's go to Justin's fourth one. Uh, he suggests overloaded Indric, a mage card. So intelligence and willpower. Um, he says this would be a four cost creature. That's a beast. Uh, it's a 4-5. And it says actions lose other text and gain banish overloaded Indric. So the idea is um, you get a 4-5 for 4. And all actions by either player no longer do what they would do. But instead say banish uh, this card. Now here, here's, uh, here's my problem with this. Yep. One... Mage is traditionally a class that uh, wants to support you playing actions, right? Uh, yes. There's a lot of cards that say, like, um, return actions to your hands. This gets bigger if you have actions. This gets bigger if you have an action in your hand. It is supposed to be one of the two classes that supports, like, action uh, yeah. cards as an archetype. And this card is very against that. It's almost uh, anti-action in many ways because it's denying uh, what an action would traditionally do. So it feels yeah. weird that this is in Mage. Um, also, because this is almost setting a rule, this feels more at home at strength. So I would almost like to see this as a, like a warrior card or yeah. something that is paired with strength. Maybe Battle Mage if you want to go that route as well, but... Um, something uh, about this feels strength. In fact, it reminds me a lot of uh, the um, one of the cards that I proposed on um, the Forge, right? That series. Uh -huh. 
was a two cost one four that said if an action could target this it has to target this because that's setting the rule and it was kind of serving as like a lightning rod to protect your other aggressive creatures and that's kind of what this does as well um, it's got a, a good aggressive body but in many ways this also protects your other creatures because if they have a piercing javelin for example right, right. they can't piercing javelin your other creature this protects it so right. to me this feels very much like uh like an aggressive mid-range card uh, feels like it feels more at home in strength. I would like to see this either as a warrior card or a battle mage card or something with uh, strength because of the rule setting and certainly not in mage um, Just because it's it's very not what the rest of the class is kind of trying to do as an identity. So um, That's that's again. That's just my like a reaction oh, or yeah. assessment. I to appreciate it. that. Yeah uh, I mean like I'm we've talked about this before talking about custom cards like I am shit at designing a custom cards and uh i'm really excited to hear your feedback so thank you yeah so catching up a chat somebody said um for the soul trap one what if it says gain one magicka instead of a ring of magicka and it costs uh, enough to cost a two um i mean i could see that as well i could see it just giving you one max magicka is just an outright another ramp card but i do kind of like the idea of providing ramp in non-traditional ways besides the uh the max magicka right like i like that agility added completed contracts uh to the game and i like that agility has things like uh torval crook um i know scout which is part agility now also has the new distiller that'll give you a quick boost um so i would almost like to see the old elixir of magicka come back as another temporary boost um and also speaking of like sorcerer ramp in particular, um, you know, there's the intelligence creature that gets plus one plus one every time a support card is activated. It's never really seen large uh, amounts of play, but if you want to take support uh, slash ramp sorcerer and make that be a more focused archetype, that could be the kind of card you would maybe put in there. Um, so yeah, like that, I, I could see it going Max Magicka, but Max Magicka is pretty well represented. I would like to see the game explore other ways to increase your magicka but not in the same uh way so sweet oh, i can't log into the bethesda blade site <laughs> i don't know my login information oh, for bethesda. I, I finally got it to load but the minute i click sign in here it's gonna crash on me again So, Charmer, old buddy, old pal, old friend, I hate to do this, but I do have to get going. Yeah, I know. I figured we were going to have to cut it uh, cut it kind of short tonight because of everything, but this, this, this was, really, was exciting. I totally agree. This was super exciting. And I look forward to all of the Legends-like community seeing the board and, and seeing the responses to that over the next couple of days. I'm eagerly yeah. going to load Reddit. <laughs> so, chat is also saying, anyone having problems getting into the game... Um, Apparently, other people are saying Tesla won't work uh, potentially yeah, if Bethesda.net is down, uh, which does kind of make sense. I'm sure that Bethesda is just being hammered uh, right. in general. I imagine it'll it'll work itself out. Um, they'll probably spin up some more uh, servers here soon on the old Amazon mm -hmm. web services. Uh, yeah, right now, Bethesda support. We're investigating issues with Test Legends and Quake. So, yes, if you're trying to get into the game or are in the game, you might experience problems. Again, they're probably just getting hammered. They made a lot of announcements tonight, so 
Um, yeah. Yeah. I would, I would say I would continue streaming here, but not only do I have work early in the morning, but clearly I can't because the game is down. So we're going to, I think, call it here uh, in general. But uh... Somebody just commented on my YouTube channel, get crapped on Elder Scrolls Legends fans, sincerely Fallout fan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, people are searching for Elder Scrolls stuff right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's the real question, right? Is uh, you know, are we yeah. gonna are we gonna make other Elder Scrolls related content? Uh, like, I know we don't do it for any of the other stuff, but like, yeah, we'll we, have to talk about. We'll that. have to talk about that. We we might, depending on the features and stuff, might actually do some stuff for Blades because I'm legitimately excited about that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to wrecking your village. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's a euphemism. Oh, baby, flex. Alright. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. This announcement day was super exciting and I got a lot of pro stuff to process and we will be back next weekend uh, yep. with the regularly scheduled shenanigans. Yeah, with, with normal stuff. We'll be back. We love you guys. Yes. I, I guess yeah. until next time uh, we'll see you on the ladder. <laughs> <laughs>